Okay, so this is Parsha is Parsha Shalach that deals with the Miraglim, that deals with the terrible uh, sin of the Miraglim. And due to their sin, Klal Yisrael was not allowed entry into Eretz Yisrael for that generation. Uh, the two Miraglim that did not sin was Kolid ben Yifun and Yeshua ben Nun. So there's a very fascinating uh, mimer that you have on the right side is from Rav Kluger. It's in Asicha Bechukecha. It's from the section called Asakbeyu Kiyoda Shemi from Toshin Ayin Gimel. So over there, Rav Kluger notices a pattern. The, the fact that Kalev and Yeshua both uh, were tzaddikim, yet Yehoshua is the one who eventually leads Klal Yisrael to enter Israel and to conquer Eretz Yisrael, he notices that there's a specific reason for this, and that creates a pattern which will lead us to, I think, a very fascinating, important discussion. He says over here, Hine Matsinu, it's known. In Matsinu, we find We find that it was Dafka Yeshua ben Nun who leads Klal Yisrael to conquer Eretz Yisrael. Now, Yeshua ben Nun, where was his lineage from? He was from Shevet Ephraim ben Yosef. He came from Yosef HaTzadik. He came from Ephraim, which came from the world of Yosef HaTzadik. He was an enical of Yosef. The truth is, it's a strange thing. We know that Eretz Yisrael, the kingdom that dominated the Eretz Yisrael, the kingdom of Eretz Yisrael is David HaMelech, which comes from Yehuda. So why is it that the one who conquers and enters Eretz Yisrael initially is from the world of Yosef and not from the world of Yehuda, from the world of Rachel and not from the world of Leah. It would seemingly be more fitting for the one, the leader that enters Israel, that begins the conquering, that begins the attainment, the attachment to Eretz Yisrael should be from the Shevet of Yehuda. As Yaakov said to his children, that the leadership shall come from Yehuda. So if Yehuda is the leadership, and that's why Malchus based David, David Amelech, comes from Yehuda, so then how come uh, there was no one who conquered Eretz Yisrael? The one who entered Eretz Yisrael was not from Yehuda. Kalev was from Yehuda. So why is it Yehoshua ben Nun? So why is it that Yehoshua ben Nun enters Israel first? And not and leads Klal Yisrael, and it's not Kalev. and it's not like Kalev did a mistake. Kalev and Yeshua were the both the ones that were protected that did not sin in the sin of the Miraglim. So how come Yeshua leads and not Kalev? So the truth is, Matsinu we find So Rav Kluger is going to notice that there's a pattern, and the pattern is that the initial entry into Eretz Yisrael, the beginning stages of Eretz Yisrael's rebirth, is always done through Yosef. The conclusion, the finishing job, the everlasting leadership is Yehuda, but the initial always is connected to Yosef. So you have Yehoshua ben Nun enters Israel first, not Kalev, because it has to start with Yosef. Notice more. We find that when Klal Yisrael entered Israel with Yoshua, the first city that they conquered was Yericho. First of all, when Yoshua sent spies in the beginning of Sefer Yoshua, they went straight to Yericho first. And the first city that the Jewish people conquered as a whole was Yericho. 
Now, which part, portion of the Shvatim had Yericho that belonged to Yosef? As the Postlech says, Meaning that we find more of this pattern, that entry into Israel, the first stages of redemption is always through the Shevet of Yosef. Further, if, you'd ask, if someone were to ask you, when was the first time the Jewish people uh, uh, conquered Eretz Yisrael, you'd say, well, it was Yehoshua. The truth is, if you think about it, it's fascinating. Rav Kluger pointed out, the first time that Jewish people conquered a city in Israel and, and took control, that actually took place with the attack of Dina and Shechem. That Dina is attacked by Shechem in Parshish by Yishlach, and the Shvatim uh, completely destroy the city and completely take control of that city, not of Israel, but of that city. Now, and it was done by, you know, Shimon and Levi, but the first city that was uh, that was officially conquered by the Jewish people, historically, was Shechem. Shechem is also in the in the portion of Yosef. The first part of the conquering of Israel, going back to the time of Yaakov, is the destruction and the conquering of of the city of Shechem, as it says in the Pasuk, third day after the people of Shechem had a brismilah, that Shimon Levi, the brothers of Dina, come to avenge the attack against Dina, they kill all the men, and they took booty, they, they conquered the land, they, they, attacked, they, they took a war, and they won it, they won the city of Shechem, and the Achronim explained that Shimon and Levi were attacking it as a war. They felt that, that it, it warrants, uh, you know, a battle. And they didn't attack just as a personal level. It was Klal Yisrael attacking and conquering a city of Israel. Now, the first city that was ever conquered by the Jewish people was in the city of Shechem. Shechem Shechem is connected to the world of Yosef. It was the city that Yosef was sold, and it was the city that fell into his portion. So you see that Shechem is connected to Yosef. It's this pattern happening again and again, that the conquering of Eretz Yisrael, the beginning stages of Gula, always starts with Yosef, and not David. The next paragraph, Pasach on Arizal, even further, within Eretz Yisrael itself. We know the kingdom that will last forever is David Amel, David Malcolm Meshicha. But who was the king before David? The kingdom before David was Shaul. Now, Shaul was from Sheva bin Yamin. So it's not Yosef, but it's from the world of Rachel. So you see this pattern again, that you have the beginning stages of rulership, the beginning stages of redemption start with Yosef, start with the world of Rachel, but it eventually is always handed over to Yehuda. It's always handed over to David HaMelech. Pasalach and Arizal, the Arizal was Megala and Eitzchayim, she'eshsoyed p'nimi b'zeh, that there's a, there's a, 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 an important inner rule, she'eshol melech t'chila k'aylin David, that Shol had to be the king first. Even though when you see the parasha, it seems like, what was the point of that? If it's eventually going to go to David, let David start it. The answer is, David and Yehuda always finish, but they finish what was started by Yosef. Even within the roles of the Shvatim, Yehuda is always the leader. But who was king first? It was Yosef. Yosef is first the king in Egypt. 
as it says, Then Yehuda comes and he takes over Gaishna, and eventually the kingdom, the, the, the Malchus is handed over to Yehuda. But it starts off with Yosef. Shol is from the Sheva bin Yom and from Zerah Rochel. Right? And even if you look at the pattern when Yosef tells the brothers of his dreams, which is alluding to his being the ruler of Klal Yisrael, the Shvatim didn't want to believe him. Why? They felt, right, the whole reason why they were all upset is because they understood that Yehuda is the everlasting king of Klal Yisrael. And they felt that Yosef, by trying to take the kingdom, was murdered by Malchus. He was trying to take the kingdom. It was, it was considered a revolt. But the truth is, what Yosef said was Emes, that Yosef started. He was the king first. And then, he was the king of Egypt. And then, when Yehuda came in, Yehuda settled Gaishna, and the Jewish people stayed in Gaishan, and then he became the king of Gaishan. And then eventually, the, the kingdom was given over. But it's this pattern. Yehoshua starts... Then it's given over to David, not Kalev. It always has to start with Yosef. Now, the last paragraph of Rav Kluger is what's going to lead us into a very fascinating discussion. I think it's very important to understand. Rav Kluger ends off Nimson Lamidim. What you see from here is Shazese der Abriya. This is the way that Hashem has created the world and how Hashem runs the world. Koidim is Malchus Yosef. The beginning kingdom is always through the world of Yosef. And then it's given over to Yehuda and to David. And this is the mystery of Mashiach ben Yosef, who will come before Mashiach ben David. Now this is what I wanted to talk about for the next few minutes. There's a concept, a very mysterious concept, that we know there's a Mashiach, we're all waiting for Mashiach. The Mashiach they're all waiting for is Mashiach ben David. It's a Mashiach from the kingdom of David. But the Pasuk in, in Zechariah alludes that there's actually a different person. It's called Mashiach ben Yosef as well. Now, Mashiach ben Yosef, we don't know much about him. We don't know what his role is. And that's what I wanted to try to clarify today. Mashiach ben David, we all know what he does. He, uh, Mashiach ben David, is the one to, you know, bring God back to the world. But Mashiach ben Yosef is a little bit different. What his role is, it's very strange. And you see from this that Mashiach ben Yosef always comes first. That's the pattern. Yosef always begins and Yehuda finishes. Yosef begins the conquering and Yehuda is everlasting. Yosef and then Yehuda. Shaul and then David. Yeshua and then the other forms of leadership. Shechem, and then the rest of Eretz Yisrael. So what is Mashiach ben Yosef? So I want to go with one approach. It's probably a little controversial, but it doesn't matter. And I think it's fascinating. And I think it's a little eye-opening into understanding the worldview of Rav Kook. Now before we get into this Yisoyed, let's understand what is the source of Mashiach ben Yosef? that there's the second Mashiach. What is the source? So the source is a Pasuk in Zechariah. The Pasuk in Zechariah, Perik Yudbeis, Pasuk Yudbeis says, Vesavta Aretz, the Pasuk is describing this mysterious 
funeral that will take place in the times of Mashiach. V'savta aretz mishpachos mishpachos levad mishpachos ledavid levad v'neshem levad mishpachos beinas v'neshem levad. The pasuk says that there's some some hesped, there's some uh, eulogy that will take place. The Gemara in Sukkah tells us, Hai the Maya What is the nature of this Hesped? Who passed away? That there's going to be this massive funeral. Is a between and the And one opinion says, Al ben It's going to be that there will be a funeral over the death of Mashiach ben Yosef. So this is the first source that there's a concept of a Mashiach ben Yosef. That there's going to be a person who is going to be Mashiach ben Yosef. And Mashiach ben Yosef is going to uh, pass away. And there's going to be this eulogy mourning his loss. Now the Gemara continues, Tanar Abaran, Mashiach ben David, Shasi Gals Meher Yameinu. The Gemara adds, the Mashiach ben David, the Mashiach they're all waiting for. Or Melkadesh Baruch Hashem and David Betin Lach. The Gemara is going to ask, the Gemara is going to say that Hashem is going to say to Mashiach, ask for anything and I'll grant it. The Kivan Shara Mashiach ben Yosef Shenerag Oym Lefanu Ben Shalom Inim Bakash Mechal Lachayim. The Gemara says that when Mashiach ben David sees that Mashiach ben Yosef passed away, he asks for Mashiach ben Yosef to be revived, and Hashem responds that he will. Okay, so there's this Mashiach ben Yosef who's going to pass away. Mashiach bin David will lift him up, and that'll lead to the complete redemption of the world. Now, what, what does this mean? So I'm sure there's many different approaches, but I'd like to share with you approach that's attributed to the Vilna Gain, but it was definitely held by Rav Kook. Now, see, one of the approaches that I'd like to talk about is that while Mashiach ben David is going to be a person, an actual person who will redeem Klal Yisrael the same way Moshe Rabbeinu redeemed Klal Yisrael from Mitzrayim, and Mashiach ben Yosef is definitely a person who has his roles, that we'll talk about what the roles of Mashiach ben Yosef is as opposed to Mashiach ben David. Mashiach ben David, the Rambam says, he's going to be, uh, his role is to build the Beis HaMikdash and gather the Jews and lead Klal Yisrael. Mashiach ben Yosef has his own roles, and there's definitely a person that's the head of this movement. But we're going to see there were tzaddikim that looked at Mashiach bin David and Mashiach bin Yosef not just as people, but in addition to being physical people, they are also the physical embodiment of a movement. And you'll see that effect having effect on all of Klal Yisrael. Let, let, let's see it inside. So there's a Sefer Kol Hatar. This left side, it's the typed up. That's my hand and my typing. But what I typed up is from the Sefer Kol Hatar. Now, Kol Hatar, Kol Hatar was a, a manuscript that was originally uh, attributed to Rav Hillel Rivlin of Shklov. He was a Talmud of the Gro. It was printed by Rav Menachem Mendel Kosher in his Sefer at Kufa Agdoil. He's Marich Me'oid Bezeb in Mashiach Ben Yosef. The Sefer Kol Hatar describes at length attributing this teaching to the Vilna Goyim. About the role of Mashiach ben Yosef, Al Pishitis Rabbi Hagra, Ulufi Dvarv Nimsa Shekibutz Golius, Kibush Haaretz. You see, the Gra explains that the role of Mashiach ben Yosef, one of his roles, the person themselves, is Kibush Haaretz, 
is to conquer the land of Israel, to rebuild the land of Israel, meaning, Mashiach ben Yosef, it's a very deep opinion, Mashiach ben Yosef's role. If Mashiach ben David is to bring back the soul of Klal Yisrael, Mashiach ben Yosef's role is to bring back the body of Klal Yisrael, to make sure that we're healthy, to make sure that we're safe, to make sure that we have a place to live, to make sure that Eretz Yisrael has an infrastructure. That's the role of Mashiach ben Yosef. It's to protect Klal Yisrael, physically protect Klal Yisrael. The Chiddush of the Gra is the Mashiach ben Yosef, while there will be a person that is the tzaddik that is in charge, the tzaddik that channels all that Kedusha, but it's also a movement. That you'll have a movement, that there will be a movement to rebuild the Klal Yisrael. And that movement will be the Koyach of Mashiach ben Yosef coming down to the world. You could already anticipate why this is so controversial, as we'll see in a little bit. So he says, by the way, just interestingly enough, the Vilna Goyen himself felt that he was Mashiach ben Yosef. The Baal Shem Tev felt that he was Mashiach ben David. That's why the Hisnagdus, the Machloikas, between the Gra and the Chassidim was so devastating, because it was a separation of Mashiach ben David and Mashiach ben Yosef. And that's also explains, I think Richard Meyer once explained that that's why the Gra also was so vehemently against the Chassidim, because his role was that of a protector. And sometimes protectors are very uh, firm in their protection. The role of Mashiach ben Yosef is to begin the Gula, not to, you see, the same way you have a body and a soul, that the body comes first and then the soul is infused, but the body is the vessel to hold the soul, so too, Mashiach ben Yosef's role is to make sure he's first, right? That's what we kept on saying. He's first. Yeshua comes first. Yosef comes first. Shaul comes first. The role is to create an infrastructure physically so that when the soul of Kalal Yisrael is brought down by David HaMelech, is brought down by Yehuda, is brought down by Kalev and all these other leaders, there'll be a vessel to hold it in. It's to rebuild the body of Klal Yisrael. And then once the body is already built, the Mashiach ben David will build the soul of Klal Yisrael. These are the words of the Gro in Sefer Kolator. Apirabino Agro Kolavoides Kibutz Golius, the physical ingathering of Klal Yisrael. Binyan Yerushalayim, the rebuilding of the structure of Israel. Harchovas Yishav Eretz Yisrael. That bringing back Klal Yisrael, to bring back Eretz Yisrael to its former glory. The main job, and all the details of said job, it's the obligation of the first Mashiach, which is Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef, in addition to being a physical person, is also the spiritual power that's being pumped in the world. Sheikh ben Yosef is a movement to rebuild the body of Klal Yisrael. Now, by the way, the reason why this is obviously going to get very controversial, I'll save it, I'll explain it in a minute. 
Kemshiach ben Yosef me Eretz. Mashiach ben Yosef comes from the land. He rebuilds the body. Mashiach ben David mishemayim. But Mashiach ben David comes from heaven. That's the difference between Rachel and Leah. Rachel is the revealed world, and Leah is the hidden world. And therefore, Yosef, which is revealed, he comes to re- to help the revealed part of the body. He continues in Perak Beis, Chelik Beis, Ois Aleph. The Kolatar says, "Shnei Mashiach Hadoyrus." These two Mashiachs, Heim Hakoyches Hanesiim Hamachzikim Eskiim Yisrael. They are the movements that help keep Klal Yisrael going. The Chizukam Bechol Yimei Hagolus, and they give them strength throughout the days of Golus. Mashiach Ben Yosef who Hakoyach Hanisi Lakiim Vechizak Agashmi. Mashiach Ben Yosef helps the physical embodiment of Klal Yisrael. Mashiach Ben David Hakoyach Hanisi Kima Aruchni, and Mashiach Ben David is to help the spiritual. As you find with Yosef Atzadik, him first, he came down, he was the king, but what was his kingdom? was to give food. It was to help sustain them physically. He continues, Because the role of Mashiach ben Yosef is to help Klal Yisrael physically, it's much easier to look down on Mashiach ben Yosef and to think that it's not as important as Mashiach ben David because physicality is never perceived as important as spirituality. The truth is, he continues with the cute play on the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, The Pasuk says that when the Shvatim came down to Mitzrayim, he recognized them, but they did not recognize him. Now the simple meaning of the Pasuk is because Yosef looked Egyptian. But the deeper pshat is that nobody recognizes the importance of the role of Mashiach ben Yosef. Nobody recognized the importance of building the body of Klal Yisrael. Much more importance is placed on the soul of Klal Yisrael, understandably so. Now, the reason why this is so controversial is you have in the bottom paragraph it's a much longer hespit, but I, I, I cut and pasted only a few lines from Rav Cook. Rav Cook was asked to speak by the funeral of Herzl. Now, he didn't want to speak because Herzl was not a religious person. And he was in charge of the Zionist movement, which was very anti-religious at that time. On the other hand, he was the chief rabbi of Tel Aviv and he could not speak. So Rav Cook used it as an opportunity to describe these concepts of Mashiach ben Dov and Mashiach ben Yosef. Now, obviously, in the world of Rav Cook, Mashiach ben Yosef, which means, which is a, a movement, a desire to rebuild the body of Klal Yisrael and the body of Eretz Yisrael, he obviously felt that Zionism was the power that pushed towards that. And obviously, you know, I, I, when you know, talking about the death of Mashiach ben Yosef, he'll describe in a moment. It doesn't mean that he thought that Herzl was Mashiach ben Yosef. Absolutely not. But his point was that. Klal Yisrael needs, Eretz Yisrael needs to be rebuilt, both spiritually and physically. Mashiach ben David's role is to rebuild it spiritually. That's ben Abrak, that's, you know, all these areas. But it has to, before that, we started with, Yosef, it comes before Yehuda. It has to be built physically first. And obviously, I think if you'd ask Rav Kook, would it be better if Tzadikim, rebuilt the infrastructure of Eretz Yisrael? Of course. Of course, I think he would say that. I don't think he would uh, disagree with that. And the truth is, the Grah who looked at himself as Mashiach ben Yosef, 
the Gros sent uh, Talmidim to create Yishuvim, the, the Gros, uh, the, the, to, to rebuild Israel, because he wanted it to be rebuilt. You see, Yosef HaTzadik is Mashiach ben Yosef, but Yosef HaTzadik was a Tzadik. But that being said, you can't disregard what is being, what is happening. Meaning, Rav Cook's point is that if you take a step back and look, and you see that a land which was desolate, all of a sudden after the Holocaust, is around the Holocaust time, is being rebuilt. And physically, it's, 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 it's light years of what it was. To ignore that, he thought, is foolish. That's coming from the power of Mashiach ben Yosef. It doesn't mean it's perfect. It's a body. Bodies are physical. Bodies are empty without a soul. But souls have no vessels without a body. And what of Cook, what drove him nuts was that there's such a divide, which I understand, the divide, I'm not blaming the Haredim because the Chilonim also are causing the divide. There's a divide on both sides. But what's happening is, instead of looking at what it really is, which is two different roles, two different Mashiachs, two different objectives, that you have Yosef and Yehuda, and Yosef always starts first. Yeshua enters Israel first. And therefore Eretz Yisrael was physically being rebuilt before it was being infused with the tremendous amount of spirituality that it has now. But instead of looking at it as, we have two, we're, we're working together because we both have the, uh, the same objective, which is for Eretz Yisrael to be healthy. And you can't be healthy with just a soul without a body, but you also can't be healthy with a body without a, with just a body with no soul. Instead of looking at it that way, there's a tearing apart. There's a breaking. In the same way the Shvatim, Yosef and Yehuda, are fighting, there's a fighting now too. I'm not putting blame on anybody. I don't know how to fix it. I'm just telling you what's happening. That you can have Jews. I mentioned this in the past that there was someone who used to come to us for Shabbos and her husband uh, came to Shul. I think he drove to Shul. He wasn't religious. And we gave him an aliyah because I, I hold that that's mutter in certain circumstances under certain hetera. And he told us afterwards, he was an Israeli soldier, and then he worked for Elal. He was in his late 20s, early 30s. He told me and my father that we were the first religious Jews he ever spoke to in his life. Born and raised in Eretz Yisrael, he said, other than getting yelled at, he had never spoken to a Haredi before he spoke to us. The fact that that's a possibility, and all you have is vitriol, that's a breaking of Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David. The role of Mashiach ben Yosef is to rebuild Eretz Yisrael, to rebuild Klal Yisrael, to protect Klal Yisrael physically. Now, yes, Mashiach ben Yosef will die because a body without a soul is a death. But the objective then is for Mashiach ben David to come and infuse it with life. Yehoshua enters Israel, but then David takes over. Look at this paragraph. It's cut and pasted from the Hesped of, uh, of Rav Kook. Of Cook's husband on in Yerushalayim. Tzarech lahavin bechlal says of Cook, why is it necessary? Why do we need these two redeemers, Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David? Why is this necessary? In the same way, a body has a body and a soul. So too the Jewish people. Eretz Yisrael has a body and a soul. And it'll only be healthy. It'll be only healthy when the body is healthy. But then the soul also has to be healthy. But if you have one without the other, it's unhealthy and imbalanced. 
Kein heichen b'yisrael b'yichud shnei lu so too. Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David, while they are people, they're also the heads of a movement. A movement of Kedusha, a movement of spirituality, a movement of godliness in order to refill, rebuild the body and soul of Klal Yisrael. And what's the difference between Yosef and Yehuda? The difference is that when you look at Yosef, when you look at Mashiach ben Yosef, it looks like any other nation. It's rebuilding the body. Other nations also have people that rebuild their bodies. Yosef looks Egyptian. It's like all animals. Listen, there's a, there's a head of the pack. There's, you know, the, 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 they need protection. So the Jewish people have their own Mashiach ben Yosef, which to the external eye doesn't look any different than any other nation. Has a has a healthy homeland, has a healthy infrastructure. David is unique. And Mashiach ben David is Megala, that Mashiach ben Yosef is also unique. That Mashiach ben David is Megala, that there's a soul. And even the body of Klal Yisrael is different. These two Kaychas are embodied by two different Shvatim. Ephraim and Yehuda, Shuklal Yosef Yehuda. It's Yosef and Yehuda, which is really Ephraim and Yehuda, which is really Yosef and Yehuda, which is really Rachel Valeya. And just like the original Yosef looked Egyptian, but he was there to protect, to physically protect the Jewish people. And he was sent first to save the rest of the Jewish people physically. And yes, he knew all the languages. And to the external, he was... He was with the other nations. He looked like them and he acted like them. But but deep down, he was Yosef HaTzadik. This is an amazing thing. You know, there's a concept called Chavah Mashiach, which is the birth pangs of Mashiach. So the simple way to read it is that before Mashiach comes, there's going to be a lot of Tzaras. says, you know what Chavah Mashiach is? Chevel Mashiach is when these two kaiches are not getting along. When the body and soul are being torn apart. When the soul wants one thing and the body wants another and they don't seem that they're, they're not being cohesive and not working together. That's the pain of Mashiach. This is what we're all experiencing today. And the truth is Mashiach ben Yosef which again he felt was connected to Zionism, but even if you don't, it's the rebuilding of the physicality of Klal Yisrael, of Eretz Yisrael. Even though it could be filled with spirituality as well, it could be done by Yorish Shemayim. At the end of the day, its purpose is to rebuild the physical life. Physicality on its own is a decay, is a death. The only thing that's living is spirituality. And therefore, Mashiach ben Yosef dies. But then Mashiach ben David comes and infuses it with life. And that's what you see in this parasha. That you have Yeshua and Kalev, both tzaddikim, Yosef and Yehuda. But Yeshua starts, he starts the entry into Israel. The beginning of redemption comes from Yosef. And then Yehuda comes in and finishes it. And maybe that's what we've seen. We've seen over the last 80 years that Yosef has done a good job. Baruch Hashem Eretz Yisrael is, is physically amazing and physically strong. 
and physically it's protected. And now all of a sudden, now the spirituality comes, now David HaMelech is being pumping in Mashiach and David. And all we need is for these kaiches, these movements, to have a head. These movements to have the physical embodiment of Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David to come. It's an insight. I'm not, I know it's controversial. I'm sure that people are not going to like this, but this is, I think it's Emes. To realize what's happening. It's not a coincidence. It can't be a coincidence that Eretz Yisrael's changed so much in the last 75 years. And it's not a coincidence that everybody hates each other. It's because it's a body and a soul being torn apart. And as long as the body and soul is being torn apart, Kalal Yisrael is going to be torn apart. The objective is for it to become aligned. For everyone to start realizing that there's one goal, and that's a healthy Eretz Yisrael. A healthy Jewish people should be zeichet to see it with our own eyes. That Mashiach ben Yosef come, followed by the Mashiach ben David, may it be Amen, Amen.